Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you came in, the air went out And every shadow filled up with doubt I don't know who you think you are But before the night is through I want to do bad things with you It's always good to start off laughing Absolutely It's Memorial Day weekend 2020 yeah it's weird did it feel like memorial day weekend a little bit eh, some not very much we usually do a parade and we don't do the parade but we go to a parade mm-hmm. in moorhead but we did a small gathering under community guidelines yep and our son went crazy buck wild oh my gosh my sister had her pool drained like, as we were there. <laughs> yeah. And so all the water backed up into her yard. Not for a long time, but long enough for Harlan to... I mean, it was a solid... I don't know. How deep? I don't know. <laughs> I try to go for like a number in my head. I'm like, I don't know. Probably ankle deep on us. Yes. But on him, it was good. Good splashing. Time. Good splashing water. And he was just in like terry cloth shorts. So... Homeboy. Got him a little chaffage. Yeah. That's some genetics. Sorry, your thighs are touching, kid. Your mama <laughs> gave you that. That's. <laughs> oh, God. And he was like walking around, grabbing himself and. Looked but, like he was bow legged. Yeah. And didn't really quite. He didn't know what was going on. But we got him home, got the got the old Aqua 4 out and. You haven't used that in. Forever. I feel like we. Always had more diaper rash issues with Charlie than we've had with yeah, him. I don't know. Is it a boy? I don't know. Is it the girl the, parts? The parts, <laughs> the know. biology of it. I don't know. But yeah, it, I mean, we had. I guess we were kind of off because Friday we um, Friday we, we split like, up our visits. We didn't yeah. go everywhere in one day. Right. Um, so today, just I don't know. I. I woke up kind of confused knowing uh, what today was. Probably <laughs> as much so today as the whole quarantine has been. Right. Or stay at home order. That's what a lot of people call it. Call it what? Stay at home. Stay, stay at home. home order. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. But things uh, are opening up. They are. Um, We've not taken advantage of anything. People rushing to go out to eat. Explain yourself to me. I don't get it. I've been eating the same food. I know. Like we've but been granted, to... we have a two-year-old, so it's not like it's I the most pleasurable right. experience anyway to right. go sit down. Like, I don't want to go out to eat. If we were going on a date or if you hadn't, you know. Maybe, yeah. I, I have no desire to, first of all, <laughs> I don't want to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> and like shower. That has been hard. 
like multiple days of showering and having to wear. Everything runs together, though. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I don't know. One of the things that I observed today is oh, update on our life since we talked about it the last two weeks. The keto diet went off the rails this weekend. Yeah. For me, big time. Not big time, but a full day and a half. I held strong until last night and just yeah. had a moment. And you go ahead and talk, and then I'll talk about mine because I know what mine is about. Well, it's not to a cookout, and I was like, I'm not just going to eat the meat and cheese. So I went for the potato salad. It looked good. Who made the potato My salad? Mom. It looked good. Yeah, it it, it was rem- good. visually reminded me of what I'm pretty sure my mamaw made. And I really wanted it. It looks so good. I think there's two variations. A there's potato like, salad? There's like the mayonnaise kind and the mustard kind, right? Yeah, and I don't want anything to do with you if you are the mustard. I'm going to just put that out I there. I like them both. But, you know, like... <sighs> Mustard's like what you pick up at Kroger when you're exactly, late. When you're, when you're late that's, to the cookout. And you're like... That's the... Pop potato salad, guys. <laughs> no, no, yeah. but your your mama's gonna make. There were eggs in it. Oh yeah, yeah always yeah, yeah. on the top. Yeah, I like Paprika. a I like a thicker, like chunk of potato. Yes, <laughs> you didn't know where I was going with, did you? Well, <laughs> that's gonna be interpreted across the internet. <laughs> yeah, it looked good. Were there bacon bits in it? <laughs> no. Why do I think there were bacon bits in the pasta salad? With the broccoli in it? Yeah. I was secretly sneaking all the broccoli out. Sorry to whomever brought that and wanted like yeah. equal parts broccoli po- pasta. I was sneaking out the mm-hmm. the broccoli. But, but Amy made um, asparagus, so I had some greens. I, I wasn't too miserable. Brought yeah. my own BYO <laughs> pea. <laughs> yeah, brought <you> my own. <laughs> brought my own pork rinds. Mm. It wasn't too bad. I yeah. mean, I, and I'm so mad at myself because I was so disciplined. What? So Abby has been in work mode 24-7, I feel like, for the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. Between school and then prom and then all. Last night you had MoCo Porch Prom 2020. Mm-hmm. And Abby was on the radio for two hours. Oh, my gosh, you all. So we uh, we prepared her well with this podcast. Absolutely, though. I felt I didn't feel nervous. The issue is um, the guy that the the host Dan. It, he's a wild card. You never know. I've done a few different radio things with him through basketball. Um, I've gone down to the radio station for other things um, to talk about things. He does a morning show, like they have a local morning show. It's really cool, um, but you never know what question he's going to pop off with. So before I went, I like mentally prepared things that I could think about related to prom. Like I even asked Gary confirmed, like what was our prom song thinking of, um, I wrote down our class officers in case he asked about them and just did some various things, people who sponsored various, um, gifts and stuff. So the idea was that we were going to, um, play music last night from seven to nine, like across the community to, to provide some sort of cohesion, some unity to the community. Because everybody turns the radio on in 2020. Right. It was, it's a, but there is like a group, there is a faction that listen to the radio here um, because it is, um, 
they have all the shows and he went live with it and he, he called some people and said, Hey, pop on the radio. So people knew to be listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, it was going to be like a call in show. Like he wanted kids to call in, but he was also going to play music. Uh, our DJ, DJ cash created a Spotify playlist for the kids that they could kind of have, you know, their form, their platform. I love that dude, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he is so awesome. Like he, and he did that for free, man. And I could have charged. I absolutely. mean, but just out of like, he's, he's very adamant. Like the kids, they can't help this. You know, this was, he wanted to do something for them and, um, gave, we gave them something on their platform, but, um, some folks in the community contacted me early in the week said, Hey, we want to do this on the radio too. And I'm like, fine, that's fine. The idea was just, I wanted kids to have a night. Like, you know, some girls had already bought their dresses mm-hmm. and these are not cheap dresses. Do you, how much do you think a prom dress is? About $35. I don't know. <laughs> they, I mean, like $500. There are some that are super, like super expensive. My wedding dress couldn't, I mean, there are probably dresses that compare price wise to that. Anyway, we wanted just in my head, I thought they could get dressed up, do pictures, video. We would collect it with a hashtag well, then somebody said, let's, let's play music too. And then that turned into like this radio show and kids were calling in and I was going to have to sit on the radio for two hours. And I thought, well, if he plays music most of the time, but he didn't. no, he did not. <laughs> like at one point we were talking about basically my education philosophy. And <laughs> I was like, there's that wild card. Yeah. Like kids don't want to hear me talk about what we read this year in English. They just want to talk about prom and dance and let's play some fun songs and um and i don't i've never listened to the i don't do they play songs on that station yeah is um, it a country station no it's a like a classic music i think 60s 70s 50s it's like a, <laughs> it's a wide range so you pop in prom, right right we're like hey y'all should play this more because yeah i guess here you get all the listening stations too like one hundred four point five, right, and one hundred point one, and everything comes in, and, and there's so the, the old people in the community. No offense, old people, I love you, <laughs> but they're probably ones that are listening to this. Sure. Do you remember yeah. when one hundred six point one Moorhead went to like all rock for three or four years? The chug on that drink there. I'm so sorry. Could you hear me? Yeah. I'm so, I'm so, so thirsty. Um, I thought I was going to start coughing, but it didn't last like a couple years. Gosh, there was one day I distinctly remember like Led Zeppelin was playing on my way to work. And I was like, okay, yeah. I see you, Moorhead. And... I feel like the vo- you know how people have the voice of their youth or whatever. Uh-huh. Stephen Stone is that. And even after he mo- after they shut that down, probably 2012, 13, um, I used him to do our uh, Bluegrass MMA opening. Really? For yeah. I had no so idea. So if you ever listen to a Bluegrass MMA podcast between 2011 and 2016, the voice you heard doing the intro was Stephen Stone, the voice of my youth. Really? Mm-hmm. Did not know that. That's yep. interesting. Yep. We still keep in touch from time to time. Yeah. He does like, he has, he's a syndicated like 70s, 80s, and 90s show where he picks like 50 songs a weekend. It's on like 100 different stations. Really? Yeah. What does syndicated mean? I forget. More than one. Okay. You know. That's really cool. Like people buy it, buy that program. You buy the programming. Hmm. We, so we went 
those days that I was going out and delivering the signs and I listened primarily to 104.5 and we were out for long periods of time. The amount of time that the song was, um, there were two songs Charlie and I were listening to. One was the blinding, the weekend song, Blinding Lights, mm-hmm. probably came on daily while we were in that time span four times. Yeah, I, I mean, in... That would not have happened when we were kids. Like, you had to wait all day to hear your jam. Well, I think commercial radio is controlled by, like, record labels, and you pay to get your songs put on, and whoever's really pushing it and paying the most gets the most airplay. Really? And Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's a dying breed. Sure, I guess so. You know, Joe Rogan just made, we talked about last week, $100 million. To exclusively. Before that, Howard Stern made... $100 $100 million a year to take his show off terrestrial radio. And and it was on, you know, the big thing then was uh, satellite radio. You just threw out the word terrestrial radio. Like, it's so <laughs> casual. I'm so, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know what, it, I don't even know what you said, but it sounded That regular smart. radio that everybody gets in their car. Is that FM? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, like, I enjoy it. I, I distinctly remember... Um, when, okay, don't laugh. When I was commuting from Bath County to Montgomery County, I hate driving in the car. Like, I hate long periods of time in the car. It's not yeah, all, a, all 17 minutes of that. I hate you. Horrible for you. <laughs> it required extra planning, and I'm not good at that. But even from Moorhead to Mount Sterling, any of those, my preference, I like to listen to people talk. Yeah, and so like pre-podcast days, I just remember scanning and scanning. I would get into like the weirdest. You really got to do AM radio if you want to do talk radio. Yes, yeah, and I would, you know, I'd find some really just dumb stuff to listen to. <laughs> like I've listened to like fish and wildlife reports, but yeah. there's something my brain just connects to. Um, you know, I remember getting in the car with my uncle Rick and car talk. He would listen to car talk, mm-hmm. and. uh and we we listened to car talk forever yeah on sundays mm-hmm. i loved it but it, you know without before podcast you just didn't hear it right and, and now everybody has a podcast. oh yeah charlie wants a podcast <laughs> does she really yeah <laughs> i just thought she wanted to be on this one no she wants to do it with her friends i could you imagine no i mean <laughs> the way she talks the amount and frequency of her chatter it's it's a lot. It's a lot. She... So I used to think at the beginning of the quarantine that the worst thing I could do is hear her retell me about a TikTok. Right. Like that's god-awful. Like, don't narrate a visual medium to me that's meant to be, like, mm-hmm. video and audio. Um, but now... Having Charlie do a retell. I'm an English teacher. Having my own kid do a retell of the book she's reading. Mind numbing. It's so, and Gary has been amazing and is encouraging it. Charlie is like, y'all know she's not getting any um, screens due to an incident a few weeks ago with her tribe day work. And we're really trying to test her um, maturity, I think, responsibility. Mm-hmm. So she's she's a little bookworm now. She's polished off the entire um, Divergent series mm-hmm. trilogy and read. I totally let her read one that was pretty mature. The book One of Us is Lying. I read it 
last summer or something like that. Did or, you mention it to her or something that she's like, oh, yes. I said, I, I was talking about how it was a really good, um, we, I think we were talking about plot twists and I was like, oh, oh, that had tons of plot twists in it. And so I guess you ordered it for her or when she was ordering her books. Yeah. She spent some of her birthday money on books. Yeah. I forgot about some of the more mature relationships that the characters have in that. Um, but the, this is, this is still pretty sweet. So the last two nights, Abby's gone last night. So Charlie and I watched the first Divergent movie. And then tonight we watched the second and any time there's like a romantic entanglement. You were, you were gone when there was one happening. Um, they were just starting to kiss and that's it. Yeah, she she like, covers up. She, she says when she's reading it, she, she flips the page. Yeah. She's always had that, um, like secondary embarrassment or, or something like, I don't know what it is, but like when there was any dramatic irony in a, see, I'm like that. That's, I think that's why I love to know what's going to happen. Like you can spoil anything for me. I still want to watch it. Really? Yeah. Because you feel embarrassed? Uh, no, it's not embarrassment. It's just like an anxiety. Like, get to the point. Or, you know, <laughs> like, why is this? I want to know. Let's talk about how you like to suppress and ignore your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that. Just get, roll on. And I just want to be like all up in everybody's feels. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, our Memorial Day weekend. Friday and Saturday busy. Today, Abby got to lay in bed for a while, uh-huh. which we are super remiss for not talking about our brand new mattress. Oh my gosh. So we've had it for two weeks now. I got to recommend our mattress to somebody on Facebook today. They were looking for a mattress and normally I'm like, "Eh, I don't like respond to stuff. I was like, let me tell you about my my mattress. Yeah. So we got one of the Nectar mattresses, which is one of the box mattress. I mean, there's a ton of companies that do it. And they're all like these one name, like Nectar, Casper, Purple. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Fluffy. Fluffy. Is that real? Yeah. Shut up. I swear. I would not buy a mattress named Fluffy. Um, But they all come in a box. Didn't know how this would work. Versus a bag. Yeah. No, versus just being a mattress and you packing it in a True. That's a good point. Like on top of your car and somebody's holding it. (laughs) Yeah. So it came in a box to our front door. We take it in the bedroom, unroll it, and it's thin. It's completely vacuum sealed. Yes. Just like you see on the videos. So you put it down and... Some witchcraft just fluffs it right up. And we jumped on it before it was time. Yeah, it kept growing after that. <laughs> it did. It was like, I don't know, gremlin, they don't grow. So <laughs> they the multiply. Best, <laughs> for people that know me, I am always hot. I wear shorts in December. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, almost immediately when you touch it, it was cool to the touch. Yes. And the pill, it came with pillows. And I know like free pillows, no, we paid for those two pillows yeah so we the deal was we got 399 dollars worth of sheets pillows and some mattress protectors not coming These in pillows are legit though they are legit so it's like the memory foam it so you sink in the bed but, but you don't uh, right so harlan being two and a half year old rambunctious little crazy wildcat train. Loves jumping on the bed. Love jumping on the other bed. He would jump and then land on his butt. Let me be clear. He's not jumping on the bed as in traditional, like on a trampoline. He is leaping from my nightstand or mm-hmm. Gary's nightstand that is now broken. Because of him, yeah. Because of his fat butt. Um, and then he leaps onto the bed. So the memory foam just absorbs it all. So instead of like a, a nice little bounce, it's a thud. 
smack like pancake <laughs> flat on his face. That bother him gets right back up, does it again. Yeah. So you do sink in essence, but it's not to where it like, it it sinks around you. Mm-hmm. Like it, not the whole area doesn't sink. It conforms to your body. Mm-hmm. So like if you're, I'm a side sleeper, and I've noticed like it just like through my my legs. Like I can usually sleep with a bunch of pillows that I've not had to. So. If you've ever been on it, like, I'm a fat girl. If you've ever been, like, on a couch, like, deep in the back of the, like, a low-sitting couch, deep in the back of that cushion, and you try to get up, and you got to, like, hoist that's, yourself, that's like, do a little... Beautiful visualization yeah, there. Like, a little, like, rock and go. You don't have to do this. Like, I can get in it. I'm, I'm, I'm obese, and I'm not as uh, spry as I used to be, but I can get out of bed easily. Um, yeah. And my back, like... All these know. claims, and I'm sure it's the same with all of them. I don't know. I think the only difference is, like, I watched reviews before I picked the nectar. Mm-hmm. And I really picked them because of the cooling thing. Yes, because I've heard that most temper, is it Tempur-Pedic, what I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Memory foam, it runs hot normally. Yeah, this doesn't. So, the benefits of nectar, and this is no Nothing to our benefit, but just if you're in the, if you got some of that stimulus money and you're looking to treat yourself. This is like our first big kid purchase. Yeah. Like as a mattress goes. Yeah. Um, 365 night free, or not free, 365 night trial. So anytime in the first year you don't like it, day 363, you want to send it back, they'll come get it free of charge. No questions asked. How's that work? And like, I think it's a, a hundred year warranty, lifetime warranty. I can't. Uh, some, like, does somebody just show up at your door? Like, hi, I'm here to get yes. your mattress. Mm-hmm. They drag it out. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in the market, it, listen. Well, we still have a mattress protector coming to us. Some, yes, it all shipped differently. No, I didn't. But I guess because of the COVID stuff, it's yeah. all all over the place. Which I'm more nervous because Harlan is still sleeping with us. Um. Anyway, I'm afraid he's gonna pee the bed, and I don't want him to. It is a pretty white mattress. So I don't want him to. <laughs> so like, there's been several nights that I will wake up and intentionally like check him yeah. to make sure, because he's in pull-ups right now because his butt's too big for regular diapers. Well, it's not too big. It's just he was taking it off and pissing in the floor. <laughs> that too. He's he struggles with these a little bit more. I had to help him. Yeah. Take these on and off, but. Charlie, if like we get up oh, in the morning, she's, she's it's like she spot. has some sense out there. Like I gotta go. So one night was that last week that I ended up. She had the bad dream. You went. You went late with her. Oh my god! First, I'd like somehow fell asleep with Harlan on the couch. I finally made it to the bed in the middle of the night. I got to the bed. Was super super happy. Super comfortable. And I heard like whimpering at our door and I look up and Charlie's there and she's like, I've had a bad dream. It was so bad. It was so real mommy. So I went and lay down with her and I, and her mattress previously was like the mattress for us. Like it was really soft and cushy. Um, so I go and lay with her and then I'll be damned. It's not. 45 minutes later, I've got her calm down, chill. Um, we're about to fall asleep. I hear Harlan. 
He just crawls up in the bed with us. So <laughs> He's going to find you wherever you're he at. He is. Yo, I could go four houses down, lock myself in someone's bathroom, and that mofo can wake up and find me Yeah, in this house. It's crazy. So he crawls into bed, and I brought both of them asleep. I'm on the edge. I woke up feeling like crap. Like my body hurt. Everything hurt. But I finally left both of them, and uh, or somehow, I don't know, I got out of there. Or maybe maybe they both left and I stayed. I can't remember. I got up early that morning for some reason. Yeah. Were you going to work? No, I, I just got up early. I got up early this morning. Did not intend to. It was I was so pumped because Harlan has been sleeping in to like ten, and we just started a new type of melatonin for him um, last night, and he went to bed pretty early. And maybe I think that's why I was like snacky and eating is because I like. What came home, I was finished with the prom stuff, and he wasn't up, and I didn't have this whole, like, let's get him to bed. I was just free, so I filled my time with food. Ah. It was that Rutabaker sugar cookie. I was good until I saw it. It's frozen, all right? Yeah, I froze them. So a student gave me some Rutabaker sugar cookies. I, well, you can't turn that down. You can't. It's hard to. I'm so not a fan of icing, so it's pretty easy for me. You're insane. They're delicious, and I don't get them that often. Um, I think I used to get them like on my birthday or something like that, or mom would get some for char. I haven't, I haven't had a sugar cookie from there in ages. So I froze two for myself, um, and I gave the kids the rest. But I saw it, and I was like, you know what? You know what? I've been doing awesome. It's just one cookie. Treat yourself, girl. Oh, my God. And then guess what I guess what I went for after that the runts they're still in our cabinet and Gary so Gary when he eats the runts I save the bananas for Abby he saves me the bananas mostly because they're trash you're insane I would eat nothing but the bananas there's no taste to them they're awful you're insane that is not accurate information somebody back me up on this what's your favorite what's your favorite orange probably the grape for some reason the the grape are crunchier or like easier to eat. I don't know. Harlan found one on the floor when he eating it today. Grape. Yeah. So it was. Anyway. We've been giving Harlan melatonin at night. We just started the gummies and then we think. Because we went through a whole bottle of the drops <clears throat> the first night. And I think those were pretty good name brand drops that we had Zaxby's been trying. Zaxby's or something like that. Was that? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Zaxby's. I think that's chicken. <laughs> Zarby's. Zarby's. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Zaxby's and Arby's. We're giving him a, a six-piece bucket of chicken and yeah. <laughs> so we're going to sleep. We went through a whole bottle, and <laughs> I feel like the only time it worked was the first night, and that may have just been a coincidence from him being outside. He, it would definitely sit him down, and I know that sounds like crazy, but he would at least do like a, a moment, a pause, because otherwise there is zero pause. I feel like... With him, the closer we get to bedtime, the wilder he becomes. Yeah. And and I don't know. I don't know if it's because we, our energy is lower, that his energy seems higher because we're done with him. Um, That's so loving. I love him. But, like, I'm just so tired of, like, chasing him and watching him and making sure he's not coloring on the floor that he. Loves to color on. He finds bits like the tip of a crayon 
that anything has, that is broken off and he's like coloring on the ground with it. it it's obnoxious. Um, so it, it has been very challenging at night because my tolerance for him being wild, I've had long days. Um, I just need quiet and I'm not getting any downtime at all. <laughs> Zero downtime. And it, it was, it just has come down to me taking him to the bedroom and lying down with him. And there are st- you, oh. There's nights Abby falls asleep way before he does, and mm-hmm. he just sits there and talks. Cat. Cat. Yeah, so the speech Cat. blurbs that we've talked uh. about that he does. Now he, without prompting, when he talks, he will, because they'll say something, then they'll. Okay, so for instance, they will say. Um, Cat. 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 And there's a visual, and it's an emphasis on, like, the movement of their mouths. Yes. So that he can imitate that. And he does over and over again. The best, though. So this week he gets put on to Babe. The movie Babe. The movie the Babe. Oh, oh, Pig. Sorry. Yeah, yeah you can't do your piece like that. Sorry. I'll do them differently. <laughs> um, so he's watching Babe a lot. Like the first movie he would really get into was Shrek. He watched that a lot. That was you. You did that. Like you introduced Shrek to him. Yeah. How did we get the babe? Um, Part of the HBO package that he ordered. mm -hmm. So he did it himself. It came up as a, um, as a, as a, what's that thing called? Recommendation. Like at the top, that was it. And he said pig. And I was like, oh, you want to watch the pig? And he kind of gave it attention the first time. And then it's been on repeat over and over. So the, the even even the second one we had to watch. Which is stu- you need to be completely intoxicated or high or something. I don't even know the plot. There's you- monkeys in it that talk. <laughs> there Andy Ro- or uh, Mickey Rooney's in it. I thought he was dead. I don't know how old the movie. he is dead, but <laughs> like I thought he died way before this movie came out. Crazy. Yeah. So and- anyway, there's a he becomes a sheepdog babe. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with the plot of Babe, <laughs> hey Babe's guys, a, Babe's hey guys, spoiler pig. alert! <laughs> Babe the pig who like becomes a sheep herder. Yeah, and then the classic line is "That'll do, pig." Yeah, he loves it. But the sheep, the main sheep, is named Ma. Uh-huh. So he's been going around. At, at first, we thought he was saying "Mom." Mom. Mom. No, he's saying "Ma." Well. I- I also think maybe he's imitating the puppies because they will go, they'll say something like, what do you think, mom? So he might be, so he is, hmm, he's repeating things very, um, but he knows how to use it when he repeats it. Like he repeats it in a similar scenario. Yes. But while shows are playing, he is saying the words with them and who's that remind you of you and Charlie. Yes. I remember one of Charlie's first plays. She was literally mouthing everybody's yes. lines. She the, knew she knew everybody's lines in the play. Mm-hmm. However, because of Harlan's other delays, it is really. I am pre- just to be very vulnerable and open. I am pretty like it's concerning that he's doing this. Like, like when you think of a kid repeating something. Over and over again with no context and 
and he's also very, very buck wild. <laughs> and his attention span, his ability to like look at you and like listen to you and say, if I say like, look at this, he's like, nope. But he will come tell you to look. Yes. Yes. It, I, I told you this today. Growing up with Abby, her brother was the exact same. You'd be sitting there watching TV and in his ear, Dustin, Dustin. <laughs> he would not look at you. He would not pay you any mind. I'm like, I would snap or clap. Like, finally, he would break away. Like, what? And I feel like that's how Harlan is. Very select attention. Mm. Eats on his own accord. Doesn't really care about our timeline. No. It, it's just really hard. And I know I know that, like, in the future, you know, we are still waiting to know what, like, school's going to be when we start back because he has the potential to attend preschool. And I think that's going to be very beneficial for him. Yeah, because he's been around zero kids his age for the last three months. And I know that probably, and in, in Gary's adamant that that plays a huge part of this. Um, But I have concerns. I mean, just to be like completely honest, I just have concerns that like, are we dealing with like ADD? Are we dealing with just a non-neurotypical kid? Is it sensory processing? He's also a boy. Which we've had no experience raising a boy. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm gonna be very transparent. I will do that thing that they say don't do. Oh, what compare to everybody? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, come on, you are full of shit if you say you don't do it. Like you cannot. Who me? Anybody? Oh, you anybody? If you see another kid who is. Similar in age to your child, age, gender, um, typical raising, and be like, oh, our kid can't do that. Our kid doesn't do that. Um, and Harlan is, is definitely delayed compared to some of the kids I know that are his age. She ain't beat him in a foot race, though. <sighs> Splash bigger than they do. <laughs> he does have his own skill you will, set. You will beat them in an avocado eating contest. <laughs> That's for sure. Just in general, give him his popcorn and he's happy. Yeah. So I don't know. Like my brain instantly goes to what, what can I do to fix this? What can I do to help him? How can I help him? Um, Die. Is it diet? And you look at some of the things and it's, I mean, it's all the obvious things, but some people will go as far as like gluten free. Do you do, you avoid like red dye. 40 is that it yeah i don't know i don't know there's so many things i'm sure some of that plays a part but look at the shit we grew up on i don't know do you think there's more now than what we grew up on i mean you grew up on on banquet pot pies (laughs) (laughs) probably no preservatives you know but i did but i also but we also ate garden vegetables like straight up went to papal's garden and got the vegetables and ate them, you know. I well, mean, the vegetables in the pot pie were not for Papa's garden. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they were not. And shits weren't probably really vegetables. They just colored <laughs> blocks of a mush. Yeah, some kind of a soil chemical. Mint. Yeah, I mean, I did a lot of the banquet frozen foods, and <laughs> I don't know. It's it's so hard, and so you just and my brain will automatically go to like I'm a teacher. I know what this is like. 
for a student that has any sort of developmental delay to be in the classroom, it's it's tough on the teacher. It's tough on other kids because I'm not going to blame the teacher. There's 20 other kids in that room. Not anymore. <laughs> eh, true. Uh, We're going to have to build more schools. We're going to hire more buses. That's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, you just concern like, mm, is he going to get what he needs? And and holy crap, when he has to go sit still for a couple hours somewhere. Uh-uh. He might. That's why I want to start my own school. They get to move and we'll do. I mean, the fact that our kids sit as much as they do. And part of the... um. The CDC recommendations is that kids sit in a room and the teachers rotate, which physically cannot happen in middle school and high school. Maybe middle school if you have them teamed, but in high school it can't happen. There's it's it's absolutely impossible. Nothing is impossible. Shut up. Um, but could you imagine a room of kindergartners sitting in one room and the teacher? Well, I guess the teachers with them all day, but like. In middle school, even like they're squirmy, they are so squirmy. And you go, you yeah, all sit here, and it wasn't we're part move. of the guidelines. And these aren't; these are just recommendations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's up to each. Yeah, like yeah, counties and states can go in and decide. Districts is what I meant. But like, you feed them and like you bring their food mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, which goes against everything we know developmentally is appropriate for kids that they need. They need social time. They need to move. They need to move a lot. They need uh, kids learn by talking to each other, and none of that. Like you can't do any of that because, <laughs> as I read today, like when you're looking at like the risk, it's time, how long you are somewhere, the spacing. Um, where are you indoors, outdoors? So a lot of those things don't happen. So. Take those risks. That's what you say. That's what I say. I mean, you you live like this, or you roll the dice, and whatever side you're on, sure, that's that's fine. But I'm more inclined, like when, when I'm going to roll the dice from a very informed place. So when you play blackjack, that's a gamble, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when cards are being laid down, there are higher risks to take. And lower risk to take, right? When you mm-hmm. say hit me. So I think it's completely irresponsible to always play the high risk move every single time. The big gamble, the right, the whatever you've got. I've not played blackjack in forever, but you've got like 19 on the table and you're going to say hit me. Yeah. Right. That's a huge dumbass gamble. Right. So don't do that. Don't go to the highest risk. Right. Experience. But if it's a lower, so assess the risk. Mm-hmm. There is an article today on different scenarios. What's your risk? How can you change that risk? What happens if? And so I'm going to come with a very informed place. So yeah. you have to be able to move and, and process that, but you can't just be like, screw it, hit me and just walk out of here in the middle of whatever. Then you get that too. It's all worth it. You're an idiot. It happens. But, but you know the odds are against you. Right. I think. 
we have lost enough in our life, Gary. <laughs> we should know the odds are against right. us. I'm just saying that you should be free to, if you're going to. I am not getting to the freedom thing here. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm not no, saying I'm you saying, don't have the freedom to say no, get no, no, me. No, no, I'm not saying that. But if, like, you should have the choice. Like, if you're a business that's considered non essential, mm. you should have the choice, you know. Mm-mm. Mm, wait, say that again. Like, if you're a non essential business, mm-hmm. which some, some retail is open at some capacity and restaurants mm-hmm. are open at some capacity, but. Make okay. a good informed choice, it, and and if they are do if they are doing good practices, right? You can't just go willy nilly <clears throat> and do whatever you want. Like I can't be a gym and open up and not, you know, clean it, not take care of it according to protocol. Like I think that should can, have been that's hygiene in general in those settings. Absolutely, but I'm just saying, like you can't. I th- it, I mean, if a gym could have opened up. Four weeks ago, and I followed the guidelines. Sure, go for it, but just I think I'm more concerned about like I'm not. I guess not the business side of it. Not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing like the probably the consumer side of it. Are people coming out and and are they taking care of each other once they're out there? Yeah, nobody brought that to anybody's attention at any of the major retailers that have been open the whole time. What do you mean? Like go to Walmart or Kroger. Or Lowe's. Lowe's is probably the most, the biggest example of just craziness. I don't know if it's because people got money or they got downtime to remodel, but there's always a line of people getting to Lowe's. And once you get inside, and I, I think I said this before, it like once you're around people, consciously social distancing is hard. Like you, you have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And not everybody does. No, they don't. So that's the hard part is do you allow a space for people to be in wherein they will obviously screw up. It's almost like dealing with a bunch of freaking toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I saw the guidelines for youth sports. I can't. I can't. Because <laughs> uh, all I see is soccer, like that youth soccer in my head where they all huddle around the ball. Yeah, so. Swarm ball. Like stagger time to drop your kids off for the event. Okay, uh, well, bowing is the appropriate, like no slapping hands or fist bumps. You need to bow to be respectful. It's what it said. Can you just like throw up a peace sign? Yeah. <laughs> like a nod. No dugouts. Little... No chewing gum. No sunflower seeds. Okay. Like, and I assume, snack. I mean, oh, 90% no, of the reason Charlie played softball, I think, was for the snack. There's no concession stand going to be happening. Yeah. Well, how can you not have concessions? Well, I guess it's just a matter of... How can you... Yeah, I mean... But you can have so, a... So, it... I'm just... You know, we're droning on through this with really, like, very limited access to the way it was before. And I know there's going to be a new normal after this, but... Again, like, I think what's it just... look like for college football, like... You're just slowly these titans of industry. Yeah, you're slowly turning on these levers, or dialing, turn, turning on these dials. I guess dialing them up to see how people respond and what happens. And you can't just flip a switch. Unfortunately, um, I read somewhere that uh, if you cancel college football for some colleges, the school will go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about that. I talked to a friend last. Not a couple of week or a couple of nights ago, and UK has already set their budget, 
Um, even without going to, you know, I think they're like something, oh God, what did he say? Abby, why can't you remember this? It was a God awful debt. It's a God, it's just, it's awful. But they've, they've been able to set their budget, um, furlough certain people, but not everybody. Um, they had no major layoffs. Um, they didn't cut any major programs and they've balanced the budget for next year. Like they're going in, they're going to start on time. Um, he works in a position where he, ba- he's in admissions and like at some smaller schools, you know, at Moorhead, you would have to basically cold call kids and be like, Hey, you still coming? Yeah. <laughs> you you going to be here? This, this fall, we hope to see you here. Yeah. UK doesn't do that. That's just not like they don't have to. Oh, I think enrollment is going to be down everywhere. So I think, you know, he made his phone calls and he's, he's, you know, see people are still coming. So it's not every single person, but you can also, from what I understand, if I have this, if I know this correctly, you can basically take like a gap year. So like kids who are like on that edge of taking that gap year are doing that, but you can do that. And you're, um, if you've been accepted into a college, you have a year. Like I, I don't have to go that year. I can wait a full it's year. It's good for mm-hmm. And so, and still get my same. So what, gosh, do that. And then guys go to MCTC in the process online or whatever, and jump into UK or that bigger school with those credits. And, you know, I'm just saying you're getting a deal financially. Anyway, I know who got fed up with the government. Who? David Koresh. <laughs> you and your segues are so funny. <laughs> like while I'm talking here, you're just sitting there thinking of how to segue to something that like shut her I'm up, get her stop, don't let her talk. Get to the point That's where Charlie gets her storytelling skills from. I don't think so, sir. I think I was being quite articulate. Um, so you want to talk about Waco? I take it. Yeah. I I just want to make sure that if anybody hasn't watched it yet, it was on. TV first, and now it's on Netflix. So if you haven't watched it by now, take the next few minutes, go get you a cup of bourbon, or take a poop, whatever. <laughs> Fast forward, because we're gonna talk. Also, um, this was real life shit that happened when we were thirteen True. years old. So, True. so do you remember it? Yes, I have very <laughs> not right. not the way I know, not, not not what I know way. about it now. Right. Um, but I know the crazy. David Koresh. I knew there was a guy and there was a cult. Yeah. And for some reason, I felt like every 45 minutes there was a cult in America while we were kids. I don't think that's true. So we, we, Heaven's Gate was the one where they were waiting on the. I'm telling you, there's another one I can't freaking think of. You had like Jim Jones and the. I remember Jim Jones. They went to wherever and drank the Kool-Aid. Who from Kentucky wrote this story about Jim Jones? Um, Sam Dick's dad. Okay. Remember when he came to Steve Walter's class and talked to us? Mm -hmm. That was crazy. Um, what was his connection? He just, did he, was he reporting it or just decided to write about it? Everybody loves a good cult leader. Like you love to study about him and learn about him. I don't know what that is. Like, you know what Creed Bratton says? (laughs) He's been both a leader and a member of a cult. You have more fun as a member. You make more money as a leader. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That does hold true in the cult game. Yeah. So, so the the book or the show is based on one of the survivors, mm-hmm. David Thoreau, Thibodeau. Sorry, David Thibodeau. <laughs> David Thoreau. David Thibodeau. He's out in the woods. Who makes a cameo in it. 
How did you know that? Listen, you know me. You go so deep into this yeah. stuff. I wanted to see. I wanted to find the book. Mm-hmm. Did and you then, see how expensive it was? No, it was really expensive. It was like forty some dollars, but well, I'm sure it's fine. I'm yeah. not, maybe not. I don't know. Um, and I'm then the FBI um, hostage negotiator Gary. Oh, Gary. Oh, Gary. Gary. Gary was a good dude. He was. I really want him to be as good as he was in the. Like, I want him to be that moral and upstanding. Uh, I, I mean, know, I if I was writing, but if I was writing a book about myself, though, I'd make myself look awesome. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> but he did. He. I want him to be that awesome. And then, like, there's some other characters that are. I'm sure, like the FBI d- director there for, um, from Texas. Uh, I mean, they made him as like. He's just mad because he's little. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he's definitely the big one. Oh, that big one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was thinking. Was thinking ATF yeah. guy. I hated him. I hated yeah. him. Like they just had ego. Oh, I can't stand ego. Just so out. the Branch Davidians being investigated by the ATF for weapons possessions. This is the gist of the conflict. They just wanted to play some rock and roll <clears throat> and preach the Seven Seals and sell guns. Were yeah. they selling them? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Don't know you remember? Yeah, the, in the one they the first were going episode. to the gun shows. Yes. And he's like, remember, try to, first. yeah, and try to sell the uh, the face mask that the girls crocheted. <laughs> remember? Yeah. So were they? Was the gun sales just like their way of like living? Yeah, that's how they. That's how. Money. Yeah. And so, I mean, following the debacle of Ruby Ridge, the ATF really needed a win. Like there were petitions and. Grumblings of just shutting that whole government agency down. Really? I yeah. don't remember anything about Ruby Ridge. I don't remember hearing anything about it. Yeah. Um, you know, because they shot and killed the guy's wife and kid, mm-hmm. and he made bank afterwards. And, mm-hmm. like, there's tons of documentaries about Ruby Ridge, and there's tons now about Waco. But so, following Ruby Ridge, the ATFs, you know, they need a moral victory. And they get word of this cult. Running guns. They send John Leguizamo's character, Jacob. Crazy. I wanted to know more a little bit more about him. Yeah, because he just disappears in it. Did you find anything on the internet about him? Uh, no. He I feel like he blog. could probably be fake. I don't know. You think? I don't know. Okay. Um, mm. He infil- not infiltrates. He gets into the to Mount Carmel, the, where the Branch Davidians are at. And they completely snuff him out from the beginning. They know he's a federal agent. But David Koresh is like, God sent him to me. I'm not going to turn him away. And you got to. How do you think we know that? Like, that's where I'm like. Mm. Well, I think that's part of the magic of television. Yeah. Like, you have to create that conflict, the good versus bad. And I think in this show, it's more sympathetic to the Branch Davidians. Oh, sure. Than the government. Yeah. Now, being with my background. I know if the guys I work with went into a situation where another police officer had been shot and killed, Katie barred the doors. It, you know they're gonna get they're gonna take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. Right. Backstory be damned. Right. But not, but not with tanks and fucking helicopters. Oh my gosh. So the ATF shows up oh. in like cattle trucks with agents. They rush in. David Crash goes outside. The show, this is the million dollar question. Who shot first? Mm-hmm. That's the million dollar question. And, you know, you look at all the accounts between the people, the survivors, and the people in law enforcement, they just point the finger at each other. Sure. But in a show, dogs come out. 
and an ATF agent. Do you think that part was real? No. I don't know. But dogs come out. ATF shoots the dogs. The branch division starts shooting at the ATF. Because they don't know what they've just shot. And so they pepper in like real footage of, yeah. of when it's happening with what's going on. Yep. And like you see the ATF ladder up, go in, and they lose. Mm-hmm. They they leave. Ceasefire. So They've got four people dead. I think initially there's four members of the Branch Davidians killed in that first encounter uh-huh. in roles of the FBI and our boy Gary. And I think, I think the thing that stuck out to me the most is Gary's total intent the entire time is you've got to let me talk. Yes. You've got to give me access and anything you do to put pressure on this person. And, and this is that, a, I think that holds very, we've talked about this. That yeah. holds very true today. Yes. So this isn't a, re, a religious I don't even say extremist group because I, I don't even, I don't know. I mean, it was pretty extreme. It, so, yeah. I mean, the whole, okay. So he. Watch the show and, and or look it up to learn some of David Koresh's little quirks. Yeah. Like he's the only one that's allowed to have sex with anybody in the. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Okay. Anyway, he he took that burden on. <laughs> Saint. pleasure's bad. Saint. Um. So he, Gary's whole point is, you know, if you, the more pressure you put on them, the more they're going to see this as a testament to their, to their faith. You're testing their faith. Yeah. So you're not going to get anywhere. And I think probably in that time period, I know in that time period, that was probably a novel idea to anybody in the FBI, the ATF, or, or in America is understanding that. Whereas now we are very familiar with the concept of, like, you need to consider where this person's worldview is coming in from um, and how that's going to, you know, psychologically connect or disconnect from them. And, you know, he was just adamant that we have, we can talk this through and you just have to, you know, he was, he was very willing to trust that process of patience and conversation and it wasn't happening. Yeah, about day 40. You gotta think that's a long time. It is, and I get, and yes, and granted, we're seeing this at the. I think the perspective of Gary, who is obviously going to try to tout and his tips. own, yeah, their own um, perspectives into this, certainly, um, and rightfully so. You can't have a group of people running guns that have very extreme religious, these extreme religious ideas that you don't like to to him. They were unstable with a lot of guns. Mm -hmm. It was unstable people with a lot of guns, but they did. Nobody saw the guns until, until it came until they saw the the nut cut came and they saw the guns. We saw the guns. Um, it was, I think for me, just a good reminder or thought of just, we don't want to talk to people. We don't like, and he says this, and who knows if he says this for real, if this was just dramatic TV, but he was like, when are you going to see them as humans, mm-hmm. as people? And he said, I'm not, well, no, this was the ATF guy. I don't. No, it was the, it was the FBI no, it was tactical the, guy. Oh yeah. ATFs. Once the FBI gets their ATFs gone. Okay. He was like, I don't. I will not. And that's yeah. when he started doing the psychological. Oh, but he, yeah. So they did, they claim they didn't, but you know, they're, they're doing, uh, it, 
No, it was. I, I read an article on it that was known. Like they, that came out that they did the whole. Yeah, t- but they the, denied the it in the beginning. Yeah. Like they had a press conference. He's like, I don't even know what psychological warfare is. Right. So they're doing this, like keeping them up at night. Which, God, you all, there were kids. There were babies in there. That I mean, police try to keep me up with my kid up all night. Like I'm sitting there going, "Screw you!" Like as I'm experiencing it in real life. They um, cut the electric off. Yeah, they, they bring a milk, milk and yeah. then it spoils. So, anyway, I think you know it just goes back to so so many messages that I keep hearing, um, just in political discourse right now, is talking to others, like getting so close to someone, getting not being afraid to get up close to someone, not being a you know don't be afraid to ask questions, and understand other sides to something. Um, just before you act like a total dickhead to somebody, you know, <laughs> just don't just be throwing, throw, <laughs> throwing words out, to live by words to live by throwing out insults, throwing out just generalizations and accusations and telling an entire, you know, labeling an entire group of people based on one thing you think get up close to that single person. I'm blanking on the guy's name. He's, I listened to him on Rogan, um, the African-American who would go sit interview oh, yeah. um, clan members. Yeah. And then they, he, they would... They're friends now. They're friends. He flips them. He gets them out, essentially. What is it? Such a simple name. So, oh, he's a musician. He's amazing, though. In, in his only secret, is he's not like this charismatic... I mean, he is charismatic, but he's not this uh, David Koresh kind of cult leader. He just talks charismatic. to them. He just talks to them. That's it. He gets to know somebody. Megan Phelps Roper, who was freaking in Westboro, mm-hmm. goes in and and talks to people. And now she's not anymore. And it and it took someone having a conversation and asking her questions on freaking Twitter. Like, <laughs> and that's what we don't do that though, man. Like, not enough people do that. Yeah. Everybody is so. I mean, somebody made a freaking effigy and like hung it at the uh, Capitol today of Andy. Did you see that? It wasn't me. I didn't say it was you, <laughs> but yeah. So the protests and stuff. I, I don't know. Arr. Hey, but you got You have to look at it in the same way as the teachers weren't protested. We no no dude, no, no, no no. Same. I hear you. It doesn't we matter the reason. Protesting. No 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 no. You can protest, but you can't do that. Oh no no no. I agree with that. But okay. as far as the no, I don't. I I'm fine with protesting. Protest. Um, protest. Don't shoot CS gas at them, especially in their house. It's flammable. Big spoiler alert. It's flammable. They burn the motherfucker down. Scary. They do. <laughs> they <laughs> shoot. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, they come in, gas them all, it catches fire. Oh, that was hard to did. watch. That 75 so... Branch Davidians died, 25 of them were children. Mm, that was so hard. They were so stuck in that area. Oh, that I was don't so know. Hard. Yeah, I don't know how much of that's true, but. I'm and sure so, they would know so that the for real. Asshole FBI guy that Abby's been talking about in the end is crying. He realizes what's happened. He's trying to save David's wife. No, no, actually. no. I don't think he's trying to save out of and and I think that was made. I think that's a TV add in. Uh, of and, course, yeah. And I don't think he's trying to save out of compassion. I think it's like, oh hell, they can't die or I'm in trouble. Yeah, they're all young. Please leave. Get out. You know. He knew he screwed up. It was yeah. not a place of. Maybe there was some compassion in there later, and I'm sure he lived a very tortured life after that. I'm sure living with that decision or those those choices that you think are so certain, you're so certain that they're right. Um, it, it, 
and probably coming from a very informed place, but their willingness to never back down. They came in from the beginning ready to shoot the entire time. Yeah. That's hard. Like not questioning your own motives, I think is, um, I don't get that. I don't What's understand like, that personally. Did you listen to Dakota Meyer talking about killing the guy? Mm-mm. You know, he's from Kentucky. He got the Medal of Honor from the from the president. But he's talking about the the incident that took place, and he lost his gun. This guy's there trying to kill him, and he beats him to death with a rock. Mm-hmm. And he said he didn't hold any ill will against him because they both thought they were right. Mm-hmm. You know, they both believed in what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, know. so uh, taking applications for my cult. We, oh we my won't God. get to that point, um, but it will. We're not running a cult. Ties will be up a little Listen, bit in this hard economic conditions. You've got two kids. If you can get those two to follow you, start your cult. All right? <laughs> That's I'm your screwed. challenge. <laughs> I'm screwed. Until you get those two in line, it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know. So yeah, that's I did that and then I watched the Divergent series with Charlie and I enjoyed it. It's like this post apocalyptic weird dystopian. Whatever. If I have to tell you to that word one more time. I don't know. What what's the difference in post the, the world crumbles and there's inside walls? Sounds like there was a fucking apocalypse to me. <laughs> that's COVID took them out and they put, it built the walls. But waiting on that story. I, I, I know you were, but I wasn't like a didn't love the Hunger Games or Maze Runner. Hunger Games was just cool. It, it was coming out, I guess. There was none of that really at the time. I felt no, all well, this was okay, so like Orwell had it. And, you know, with 1984 was dystopian. You have uh, Brave New World. Uh, um, Anne Rand had some. Atlas Shrugs. No, yeah, that not that one. Um, Anthem, like they're out there, but they like. So Hunger Games comes out, and it's like the first like popular little trilogy, I think, yeah. in a while, that has that that theme. Um, I wasn't into it. I know you like you read the books. Yeah, Hannah Turner. I was like reading them fast. I hadn't read like that in a long you time. And um, yeah, I was laughing today because at the start of coming home for the when school got canceled I, I grabbed a book off my bookshelf at school and I was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this, this book this is, I got this I've not read Just Mercy yet um and my kids had had read it I've just I've only skimmed it I just know about what like I've read on the internet about it um, does, does Cliff Notes still exist mm, is this the whole thing no. no the internet killed it uh, you can do Spark Notes but they've uh, monetize that some. You can only get so much of it for free. Well, I mean, inclusive, you had to buy Cliff Notes. Right, but th- I, I don't know that you can go out and buy a book on it. Like, maybe it's on Amazon. No one I, no one does that anymore because you know why? They'd have to actually read that too. So, and it didn't really help. It did if you were like, just want to have a conversation so about it. I advocate lit charts. Lit charts. I'm is, not trying to get into that. I'm just talking about Cliff's notes. Is it was it Cliff notes or Cliff's notes? S Cliff's notes. So Cliff read all these books. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and just wrote the summary of it. That's exactly what happened. It's like Char- So we're, we're gonna watch the next Divergent movie. Uh, what's it? Sur- Insurgent? Uh, or is uh, that what you all watched today? Allegiant. Allegiant. Yeah. 
And she's like, Dad, you really need to read the book for you. I said, Charlie, I can read. I need. I can get everything I need to know in two minutes on Wikipedia. Yeah, selling reading's hard now. Like, if, if your only point in getting a kid to read is to know the story, which is how we were yeah. taught to read, mm-hmm. you, it was like a game. I know this story, and you don't. Guess you screw you. You don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. Like, you have to read to get them interested for deeper reasons students so i just want her to i kind of like i was like you know friend katie she reads you like did, a, you did kind of bring a little competition like she reads like a, she ain't got shit else to do either <laughs> so but she's starting her a friend stopped by today and dropped off some books that she enjoys a series she enjoys um and charlie gave her the first in the divergent series so Hopefully we can get her reading this. She wants to read To Kill a Mockingbird. And I know for some reason my mom watched the movie with her a couple summers ago. She's not- What's the movie with Matthew McConaughey and Samuel L. Jackson? Crap. Where the, the guy rapes Samuel L. Jackson's daughter and then he yeah, kills him. hang on. And then he goes to trial. Oh my God. I see it. A Time to Kill? Yeah, I think so. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Look at me. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Abby squinted her eyes and like... Sorry. So titles, something you need to know. I cannot come up with titles. I don't know actors or actresses. Um, and authors will totally evade me. Like, I'm horrible with that stuff. But Gary, Charlie will tell you that, plus their life story and... All that and Mickey Rooney. You. Andy Rooney. Wait, That's what? That's 60 minutes. Andy <laughs> Rooney, 60 minutes. Like in my head at all, like things run together so badly that I can't. I wonder if they're related. <laughs> I mean, Rooney's a very specific name. Yeah. Wasn't Rooney the name of the guy in Mr. Rooney? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Was that a know. Rooney? I don't know that I've ever watched that movie from start to finish. <gasps> No. I started it and it, <clears throat> how? I think as because I didn't watch it as a kid, so as an older person when I started watching it, it was just so stupid. Oh, it's so good. You're you're. you're it would have been good that. in '87 whenever it came out, but like, I don't think I've watched. There's several of those movies, those '80s movies that I've watched. They can't age well. I wouldn't think. Do you watch The Breakfast Club? I Is love. In detention. Yes. Yes. So the book I gave Charlie is like a a Breakfast Club meets this meets like CSI or something, <laughs> uh, or something. I don't know. Maybe it's not CSI. Something like where there's a really big plot twist. Criminal Minds. Maybe, maybe more Criminal Minds. M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Remember the Village? <laughs> Worst movie ever. I hate that movie, and I love it. Worst movie ever. Why do you not like it? These stupid people. Why is it stupid? I think the meaning at the end makes it worth it. I think you're just mad because you got played or something the whole time. No. Like, Sixth Sense, good twist. Who called it early on? Everybody in the theater. Shut up. Uh, Admit it. It was you. I knew. You hate the village, though. Like, you were so... 
mad after we got out of there. God, I miss just going to the movies like we used to. Yeah. Like every Friday night. Yeah. All the time. You remember when it got to like $1.50 or something? It was. Yeah. It was like super cheap. Mm Mm-hmm. Was that before or after? Are you talking about like with your student ID or without? No, I think it was just like on the weekend. It was super cheap. How did they get by with that? $9 popcorn. How's that shit treating them right now? (laughs) Well, that's what our theaters are doing here is. Yeah. Who you know what? I really want to go get a six dollar thing of hot tamales. They do. Up here. They're buying. They're selling their popcorn. They've got a whole concession stand though at the uh, bowling alley. It's yeah. like it's good food. Yeah, I'm not gonna not lie, bad. it's good stuff. But theaters open up soon, right? Year uh, June. A couple weeks. 1st? June fifteenth. Oh, that's uh, June first. Maybe it's June first. I think that yes, early. I think because I'm going to be honest. You can social distance in a the theater, and nobody's you, talking. How? However. In my head, and this is not fair to any existing theater, in my head, I'm like, oh, theaters are kind of gross. And it's, it's not because- a porno theater. <laughs> it's not like the scene of, when Jack Nicholson and the yeah, Departed stop, 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 in, the, stop. in the porno theater. He's like, why'd you pick here? Because <laughs> I own it. Disgusting. Don't talk anymore. Um, because I have... Somehow my brain associated it with <laughs> trail theater, which oh, God, God love. Yeah. But they like legit had rats. <laughs> Floor always sticky. <laughs> and so I'm like, ew, theaters are gross. Last thing you saw in trail theater. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, maybe. Chase and I, only kids in the theater. The Crow. And like... I can't, oh man, I just want that feeling of like walking. I've had dreams where like I've walked into trail theater before. Like it's this, it was like dark. That little concession stand was over on your left. Can you see it? Can mm-hmm. you imagine it? I miss it. Yeah, even the university cinema. Mm, like when it was. Like a single screen theater just cannot compete anymore. I wonder what the last thing we saw in university cinema was. I don't know. I can't remember. I remember watching Scream there, and I feel like that was kind of recent, but I'm sure there was something. That was not recent. Well, I mean, in, like, hang on. I can't explain what the timeline is in my head, but in my head, the word recent was the right thing to use there. (laughs) But I can't remember at all. Gosh. And we used to go to Winchester all the time for our big... That was like the first multiplex I ever went to. Mm -hmm. We saw Blair Witch Project there. Mm -hmm. South Park there. Mm -hmm. X-Men. We actually saw South Park there more than once. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So sad. Amazing movie. We went there on the day we graduated to go see... Star Wars Episode One. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I was just with friends. I think I drove. (laughs) I drove. I think I drove. Whatever. Maybe not. Maybe you did. I don't know. About our friend Jason Ellis. Seabrook Johnson. Just an amazing man. Personal injury lawyer. If you need him. If you've listened this long. Not just in Louisville. Not not just in Louisville. All over the state. Mm-hmm. If you're Facebook friends with him, just scroll through his timeline look at all the courthouse. Actually, just friend him and tell him what a beautiful man he is. And that this podcast was loud enough. Can you just tell him that the podcast was yeah. loud enough? Apparently nobody listens with headphones on. They, they just turn their phone. Who, that's rude, first of all, Jason. Be considerate of the people. Okay, I do that when I'm doing dishes. I don't have headphones in. And I listen to podcasts 
But I need to be the only yeah, person. Yeah, but I can't hear you from the living room to the kitchen with all the noise and everything else. If it's just me in the house and I'm cleaning, I'll put it in my pocket and walk around the house. I don't have headphones. Maybe I need little ear AirPods. I saw Matt McCarthy's picture of him with his mask on, all dressed up, streaming the funeral. Oh, that's, that's crazy. That's but if you need somebody to help you stream stuff, or give you a podcast consultation, or take some aerial photos or video with their drone, I feel like the drone thing is legit. Like you could do so many cool things with that. Yeah, Veercast Digital Media. Look at them. Should have probably said this in the beginning because I don't know how. If you listen, for the love of God, if you actually listen to an hour and 11 minutes of us talking. Has it been an hour and 11 minutes? Yeah. Give them a like on Facebook. Veercast. Veercast. Yeah, you'll. Can we put them on? Can we like link something to them on our page? Because we have have a. I've shared it on the close enough. Like the close enough page. Mm -hmm. Subscribe in whatever podcast form you want. Give us a review on iTunes. And if you like to hear me talk, you can go listen to Beers and Beards podcast. Oh. Me and David McKinney. Kind of jealous. I'm going to have to start my own podcast now. So you're out there. We talked about that, like doing it by yourself. I can't do one by myself. I don't know what I would do or talk about. I've got like school. I'll talk about school. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got. You could you could just record your lessons like this one because you'll never set foot back into a school again. <laughs> I mean, I could be a teacher nowadays. I hate you. Would you quit saying stuff like that? It's been my lifelong dream to be a teacher. You're not going to be a teacher. We've talked about this. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. It's been a privilege to for you to hear our voice. <laughs> it's been our privilege for you to listen to us talk this long. Yeah. Anything else, Abigail? I got nothing. Love you all. Toodaloo. Bye. Yeah, I don't wanna know something by my right arm. Right. I don't, I don't flex a hard cell fire alarm. The fireplace out of space with a wise belt. Right. Big, big jewels on myself with a tiger's milk. Right. Straight after junk, sting like kiss. Right. Ice blue, cool top, lip frost bit. Right. The sound bike, Clark Gable on my cable bill. Damn. Bill Cosby on my couch out in Nashville. Tennessee. Plum couch, men in orange on the cornfields. Right. High fructose, concentrated purple spill. Right. She was grabbing on my slong doing hands. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.